With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. A happy Monday to you all. This is the opening tea podcast for the Houston Open. I almost said the Masters, but I got to wait just one more week for that, which is just crazy to say in November. But that is what we are faced with. And I'm Pretty excited uh, for a November Masters, but before we get into that, we've got the Houston Open this week, or the Vivint Houston Open, I should say, being played at a new golf course, Memorial Municipal Park Golf Course. So always good to go back to a muni, and certainly one that most anybody, especially in the Houston area, can play, and pretty cheaply too, like $38 a round for adults, only $10 for kids. Pretty sweet deal and pretty cool to see the PGA Tour players also getting to come and get a crack at it. But if this is your first time listening to the Opening Tea Podcast, I don't just go quickly right into the upcoming week. I give a recap of last week, trying to find some things maybe that will help us in finding the golfers that are going to do good again this week. So without further ado, let's start off this Opening Tea Podcast, which of course is the first of three, I'll call them mini-podcasts. That all equal up to just about an hour long for the what we call the Awesome Golf Weekly Podcast Series, which, of course, you can find on our homepage by uh, going to awesomeo.com, clicking Podcast Network, scrolling over to Golf. It'll be right there for you. I've also added a video and components to my other two. This will be the last one to get it as I'm going through the update now. But let's go ahead and start off this uh, podcast, which I do each and every week with my foursome of facts from the previous week. And... These are just some facts that I may have seen, or uh, if you didn't get to watch golf, uh, I'll give you a quick synopsis. So the first one is Wyndham Clark. Man, this was a total choke job, and of course, I'm sitting there with a Wyndham Clark ticket to win, 80-1 to with a solid, solid bet on it, but it was Brian Gay coming through with the team no hedge this week. I tried to play a team no hedge, and let me tell you, that did not work out for me. Sent a text message off to the person uh, that I do a little bit of betting with and talked about Brian Gay when he was on the 13th hole, but never pulled the trigger. And that uh, is how that goes. So Brian Gay gets it done. And speaking of Brian Gay, he'll be our second point as showing course history is quite a thing. I mean, he had came in, he had missed a bunch of cuts, you know, not great finishes. But last year he came third and this style of golf just suits him. The fairways are very narrow here. You got to be a really good putter, and if you putt well, you have a chance to win. And that's exactly what Brian Gay did this week, getting it done across the pond. However, well, actually, you know, before we go across the pond, let's talk about Ollie Schneider, Jans, who was playing on our sponsor exemption, came in third. He's going to get another start here at Houston, and he might as well. Why not? He could work himself to special temporary membership. Feel like I'm talking about that a lot this week, but or a lot this year, I should say, with players like Doc Redman, Willie Gordon getting it last year, Will Zelatoris getting it this year. But Ali had been playing pretty well for all intents on the uh, Web.com tour. I'm sorry, 
Corn Ferry Tour, I apologize, with a couple of top 10s, couple of, uh, you know, three or four top 25s recently. So good to see him back and playing good golf. So he'll need a couple of more, at least one, if not two, maybe three more top five, top 10 finishes to get himself back on the PGA Tour through that special temporary membership. He'll get another start in Houston this week as Ian Poulter has dropped out. So he gets in on the top 10 exemption. A lot of good players playing this week. So actually the top 10 golfers, they are the first ones out this week. So they're the first alternates. So Kramer Hickok falls into that category, as does David Hearn, who gets it done in Bermuda for the second straight year, coming in the top 10 yet again. Just funny enough how David Hearn, and speaking of, we talk of Ryan Armour. He's the third guy, and he's not even in this, but might as well throw him in the course history debate. Brian Gay, Ryan Armour, and David Hearn all Top 10s in back-to-back years here at Bermuda, so definitely a style of play that works. Finishing up on Ollie, again, a solo third-place finish goes a long way to getting himself a chance to play a bunch more on the PGA Tour, and I hope to see him back. I'm a big fan of Ollie. I like his game. I like his style, so hopefully we'll see him back soon. Okay, now we'll head over across the uh, pond and talk about the European Tour, which Maybe in a couple of weeks. So the PGA Tour, we, we've got the uh, Houston Open, of course, this week. The Masters next week. Then we go to OHL Mayakoba. Then the RSM Classic. Or uh, actually, it might be reversed. I think it's the RSM. Then the OHL Mayakoba. Then it's a break for a little while. And then we'll turn our attention just for those three or four weeks in December. Maybe not even uh, to the European Tour. So maybe a couple of guys you want to keep your eye on. Especially since uh, those tournaments are held in South Africa. This golfer I'm about to mention is South African, Garrick Hegel, the young South African. He's been playing some really good golf, including a win. He had a third-place finish and jumps into the top 100 ranked in the world. So Garrick Hegel, somebody to certainly look out for. Also, Colm Shinkman, he gets the win. He's a young English guy, so good to see him. And then Bob McIntyre tied for third, so certainly flashing form is Bob McIntyre, looking like he's getting back to some of that form that almost won him uh, the uh, Rookie of the Year last year. Actually, I think it ended up, did win it, the Rookie of the Year. I know him and Guido Migliozzi were going for it, but I think it went to Bob McIntyre. So, in any case, um, that will do it for my foursome of facts from the previous week. Now I get to tell you a little about what we got going on over at awesomeo.com on the plus side. And like I said, we've got the Masters coming up in just a week and a half. So it's a great time to join. See what we got this week. Check us out. Check us out for the Houston Open. If you like us, stay with us for the Masters. Stay with us for the last few events. So we've got four events, really, in this circuit. If you're not already a member, join us for the month. You're going to get that for $29.95. Of course, you can also get an Osmo Plus Weekly Pass for that same price, $29.95. Sorry, the golf pass is a dollar cheaper for the month. So you want to join us for all the sports, including NFL, MMA, and all that? You're going to get Osmo Plus Platinum Weekly Pass for $29.95 or golf for the month, which is going to take you, of course, through the Masters coverage and through the end of this fall swing for just $28.95. Okay, let's do our statistical review of the Bermuda Championship, which we don't have much, but PGA Tour did keep driving accuracy, driving distance, and those fun little things. No strokes gained. Uh, so we don't have that info. But okay, let's go to driving distance first. Luke List, Wyndham Clark, Willie Gordon, Michael Glickich, Rasmus Hogard, Ryan Brem, Will Zalatoris, Ali Schneiderjans, Maverick McNeely, and Hudson Swafford round out the top 10 there. So obviously we had Clark number two. Uh, we had Zalatoris in the top 20. We had 
Ollie Schneider Jazz number three. We had Maverick McNeely in the top 20. So certainly a good correlation there to the finishing position. In terms of driving accuracy, Russell Knox led the field this week. Keith Mitchell was there up there as well. Denny McCarthy, Doc Redmond, Troy Merritt, Brian Gay, Fred Funk, Kierdek Happy Barnrat, Ryan Armour, DA Points, Andrew Putnam, and Maverick McNeely again. So McNeely, top 10 in both distance and accuracy. A rare combination. But certainly when you get Brian Gay, you got Denny McCarthy, you got Appy Barnrat and Armour. You had a bunch of guys uh, that were in the top 10 or near. And of course the winner there from driving accuracy. So... Uh, definitely two ways to get it done. Everybody can compete here, and that's kind of what we said at the beginning of the week uh, last week, and it definitely held to be true, seeing as the leaderboard, uh, what it was littered with. So, let's go on to greens and regulation. Stuart Sink, man, he's just getting it done. Uh, very impressive. Uh, then we got Kramer Hickok, Russell Knox, Danny McCarthy, Wyndham Clark, Scott Piercy, Ryan Bram, Patrick Rogers, Doc Redman, and Mike Miller. Uh, along with Andrew Putnam. Andrew Putnam was up there. Putnam was actually number six in the uh, week in greens in regulation. So certainly the irons are clicking for him and shows you that when there's little to no rough to affect the golf shot into the green, Putnam is certainly in play. Speaking of Putnam, Putnam putting, uh, as we look for putts, uh, overall putting average for the week, David Hearn was number one, Bo Hostler number two, Fred Funk Number three, Brian Gay, number four, Kierdek, Epi, Bronrod, five, Ryan Armour, six, Peter Malnati, seven, Roger Sloan, eight, Troy Merritt, nine, Ollie Schneiderjans, Ben Taylor, and Alan Raban Lahiri round out the top ten there in putting. Okay, so we're going to go into the Make the Cut uh, segment, which uh, it's it's not as good because I don't have the strokes gain data, so I can't tell you like how many feet of putt or whatever, so... I was just going to give you the couple that kind of were heartbreaking, if you will, on the negative side. And, of course, with Houston Open being in mainland U.S., we'll get our strokes gain data back for this week's tournament. So let's go over a couple of those names that had a little heartbreak trying to make the cut this week in Bermuda. If you follow my Twitter, you probably saw the two worst ones, in my opinion. And then we'll start off with the worst one. Let's just get it out of the way. It's Justin Sue. Obviously, I had a, a big play on him this week, part of my betting card as well. And he got up to five under on the front side. He had made four birdies in the row on Friday when the course conditions were extremely difficult. He was in a tie for seventh place. A bogey on the eighth hole, though, put him back to four under. Still well inside the line. But on the tenth hole, something happened. We're not exactly sure what in the middle of the fairway, but he decided to put it in the drink from the middle of the fairway, proceeded to make double. Still, that brought him to minus two. Still, not bad. Still in plenty good shape to make the cut. He bogeyed 12. That brought him to minus one. So now it's starting to get a little closer. Comes to the tougher 15th hole. At least uh, it was playing that way on Friday. He made bogey after driving in the fairway bunker. So now he's back to even par, just one shot to spare. He's got to play 16, 17, and 18. And what does he do on 16? He blows his tee shot way right in the primary rough, chips it into the greenside bunker. From there, he was not able to get up and down to make double. I put him back to plus two. Now, the horn, as he's heading to the 17th tee box, which he then drives into the primary rough. The horn sounds for play to be suspended due to darkness, but instead of waiting, Sue decides to play the hole out and made five, made par. So now he comes to the 18th hole. He needs a birdie to make the cut. He has to do it in the morning, 735. 
first tee off, he decides to drive it in the intermediate rough, puts it on the green, and misses the putt. Taps in for par, shooting 41 on the backside. Just needed something better than 40 to make the cut, and couldn't do so. Heartbreaking for me, for sure. Cost me a lot of good lineups, and I'd say, I I think I can easily say in the four figures in terms of uh, lost opportunity there. Uh, one that's almost as bad, but not quite as bad, but depending on how you look at it, as Sue shot 41 on the back. Christopher Ventura, here's a bad one. He got it after birdie, birdie on 11 and 12 was three inside the line. He was playing with Justin Sue. Looks like they fed off each other here. Doubled 15, bogeyed 16, parred 17, the par five, the easy hole. Comes to 18 in the morning. Just needs a four. All he needs is a four. Of course, they've been playing pretty tough, but he drove it in the intermediate rough. Couldn't hit the green and then could not get up and down as he had to get his bags packing. Two brutal ones there. I've got two more for you. Ryan Gibson. He bogeyed his last two holes, the eighth and ninth, to miss by one. And Cameron Tringale, he bogeyed the 17th hole. Of his last holes of the day, which, as I just mentioned, was playing one of the easiest, the par five. He bogeyed it and could not birdie 18, so he missed the cut on the number. A couple of other guys that didn't do anything. Rafa Cabrera-Bello couldn't birdie his last hole, and neither could Nick Watney as uh, they missed the cut by one. Okay, that will do it for the wrap-up last week of the Bermuda Championship. Uh, it was a brutal one for me. Uh, like I said, it, it, my GPP was great. I had a lot of Ollie. I had a lot of a ton of Clark. He was my first or second-owned guy on the slate. But with uh, Justin Sue, Brian Stewart uh, having big misses, it was tough. Still a profitable week, though, on, for me for on DraftKings. I had three of my four big-dollar lineups uh, get through the cash line with one uh, bubbling. That was still good enough for about a three or four hundred dollar profit there. So we'll take a profitable week anytime we get it. Okay, let's now move on to the Houston or the Vivint Houston Open. We do have a little bit of a DFS preview. DraftKings was nice enough to get their contest sizing out at least um, uh, for me to talk about quickly. It's hundred uh, K going in the eight hundred eighty eight dollar, which has been pretty standard. Twenty five K for the two hundred dollars. So they bring down first place a little bit. The prize pool is down just a little bit. Who knows why? I mean, who knows? I mean, everything filled with ease this week for the Bermuda, so um, I can't imagine they're trying to bring things down. Uh, but in any case, that's what we got. We've also got 100k for the $10, 350k guaranteed there uh, this week, and uh, we've got 50k going for the Club Troll, the $44. Okay, let's learn a little bit about Memorial Park Municipal Golf Course. That's where this event is being played. The first time it is being played here uh, since 1965. Since the first time, so it's the first time in almost forty years, and certainly since the uh, new redesign by Tom Doak has been done, they have definitely not been here. It is a par seventy-one, measuring seventy-two hundred yards. One of the biggest changes that this redesign brought was it used to be a par seventy-two. They converted one of the par fours into a long par three with help of actually Brooks Kepka, who is going to be in this field this week uh, on the design of it, adding in another par three uh, for a little bit more difficulty. Uh, for the pros to score low uh, while actually keeping it relatively easier for most of the general public to play. Obviously, most of the public does better or has a chance on par threes uh, than they do a par five or a par four. Uh, So an interesting switch there. It's a 240-yarder that they added in. So 
for where the pros are playing it. So it's not a not an easy hole by any stretch. In fact, it'll probably play as one of the toughest holes on the week. Of course, if you want to see how I believe the course is going to play and uh, what uh, I suspect each of the holes to give us this week, go ahead and check out my first cut article. Of course, free right now on Osmo.com. So just Osmo.com backslash PGA. And it should be the first article that pops up there for you where I give you kind of how I suspect the week to play out. Okay, so it's a par 71, 7,200 yards. Uh, I'm predicting an average score somewhere between 69 to 70. I know that's probably a pretty pretty wide range when we're talking about average score, but I suspect it'd be closer to 69. The whole dispersions, five par threes, 168, 208, 182, 240, 140. Nine par fours, 493, 488, 388, 441, 460, 491, 330, certainly drivable. 389 and 500. The four par fives are going to measure 585, 618, 525, and 585 again. Um, so again, fun. It's a four par five layout, but a par 71 uh, given five par threes. Uh, certainly uh, a different layout than what we've seen, at least in the recent past. I suspect that these greens are Bermuda. We'll learn a little bit more about uh, the fact sheet when it comes out uh, middle of the week from the Greens Keeper Association. We'll learn a little bit more, but I suspect that Bermuda Greens probably throw out, especially it being out of municipal golf course. It's just Bermuda is the easiest to take care of, uh, especially in Texas and Houston where the weather is similar to where I live in Florida and is likely uh, warm pretty much all year round. Since we don't have much of uh, data here, I can't really give you much in terms of the facts and figures like uh, off the tee, you know, how many uh, fairways they're going to hit. But judging by the flyovers that I looked at, it looks like these fairways are relatively generous. Again, this is a golf course that gets 50,000 rounds per year at it. The fairways are going to be generous or else they wouldn't be able to play that many rounds. There wouldn't be enough time in the day. Um, so again, I suspect that we're going to have, uh, it, it looked like only water hazards coming in to play on three holes. Um, I, I suspect greens and regulation to be pretty high this week, but where some of these old municipal golf courses can uh, get you is their is their green complexes and the around the green complexes. So maybe that's a little bit more tricky here this week, but I do suspect green and regulation and uh, fairway or driving accuracy to be pretty high this week. I mentioned the Tom Doak redesign, uh, John Bred Bredamas Bredamas. He's the original designer, I guess. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. But now let's head into the field. It is a much better field uh, here this week than the Bermuda Championship. Got uh, at least two in the world's top ten here, maybe three. Uh, I guess if you include Kepka, uh, (laughs) which we probably should. And Ty Hatton, and of course the number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson. So let's learn how they got here. Of course, it's the winner of the PGA and U.S. Open. We got like Jason Day, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Jimmy Walker getting in from those. Jimmy Walker actually really needed uh, that exemption. Uh, it's one of the only ones that he's got left. The winner of the Players is next. Uh, winner of the Masters, of course, Danny Willett. That's how he's playing. Winner of the Open Championship. That's uh, ZJ, Francesco Molinari, who's here this week. And Henrik Withdraw Stenson, also here. Uh, next will be the winner of the WGC, which is Hideki Matsuyama and Phil Mickelson. Winner of the Arnold Palmer, which gets Jason Duffner in here, as well as Ty Hatton and Adam Scott. Certainly they don't need it, though. They were in the top 125 FedEx. Career money uh, exemption. That's the next one where we've got a couple of interesting guys. KJ Choi, Luke Donald, Hunter Mahan, and Poe Van Pelt. Next is the sponsor exemptions this week. We've got Brandon Grace, Christopher Ventura, Podrick, Harrington, Lee Westwood, Justin Harding, Chris Hogan, Dewey, Vanderwalt, and Jonathan Vegas, who 
Vegas is a local Houston guy, so no surprise probably to see him there uh, getting the sponsor exemption this week. He's playing out of a category uh, that is not getting in as we move down here to the PGA Section Pro gets in. Any past champions get in. That's Russell Henley. Then it's the top 125 on the prior season. Top 125 non-member, which is Willie Gordon and Eric Van Royen. Then the major medical. So as you can see, that's why uh, somebody like uh, Johnny Vegas didn't get in because he's out of the top 125 last year, believe it or not. Uh, so he would be in the top 125 to 150 category, which is not actually getting any golfers in right now. As there's a ton of major medicals. Let's go over them. Charles Schwartzel here this week. Kevin Chappell, Chris Kirk, Kevin Stadler, Graham Dillette, James Hahn, Sean O'Hare, Jamie Lovemark, Camilio Vijegas, Grayson Murray, John Ha, uh, Kelly Kraft, Greg Chalmers, and D.A. Points. Wow. That's uh, a lot of guys here playing on their major medical looking to earn their job back. All right, just two more sections here as we approach the 20-minute mark here. I'm looking at statistics for this week. And like I said, I believe that the rough won't be high um, or won't be that high. It's a municipal golf course. Uh, The greens won't be that difficult and the fairways are rather wide. So I really want to focus on guys that are – Playing well with their approaches and also may have a hot putter. Not too different than this past week, although I expect fairways to be hit a little bit more and not as much wind, certainly, at least what they got on Friday. So, you know, the winning score of minus 15 to Wyndham Clark and and Brian Gay uh, there last week, uh, I suspect will be in the minus 20 range here uh, this week. It's just, you know, it's tough to make a course where, uh, the public plays all of the time difficult or difficult enough uh, for the pros not to play that well on. So I do suspect a pretty low-scoring week. All right, now let's give my salary guesses to wind it up. Uh, as Like I said, we've got uh, Dustin Johnson in the field, and I suspect he'll come in as the top-priced golfer in the DFS slate, specifically on DraftKings now, though. I think he'll be 11100 I think Tyrell Hatton has probably earned his spot at the number two in this field, 10.5K. I've got Tony Finau coming in next at 10.4K, really close with Hatton. Cap got 10.1K as he's just coming back from that injury. I don't think they'll price him above Finau and Hatton right now. Hideki Matsuyama, always popular. He's coming in at 9.8K. Sung J.M. and Scotty Scheffler are the next two. I think they've shown me that they're going to price Scheffler above him. So Sheffler will be 9.6, 9.7, and Aim will be 9.5 or 9.4K. So that will do it uh, for the Houston Opening, Opening Tea Podcast. Uh, It is the first of three, like I mentioned at the top, uh, of the Osmo Weekly Golf Podcast Series. So be sure to check out my Fit and Form article tomorrow, which had a good amount of guys uh, in it that I focused on. Fit and Form Podcast, I should say, that had a good amount of guys that ended up playing pretty well. Highlighted in the trending up of Wyndham Clark even. So we certainly love to see that working out. So be sure to check into that content uh, as it comes out in the next few days. So until next time, everybody, thank you all for joining the Opening Tee Podcast for the Vivint Houston Open. And we will see you next week for the Masters. Boy, that says, boy, that sounds really, really good. Cheers, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.